Hi everybody, this is Jeremy from In Bed by Night. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks who might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still in the digital age. On to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome into another In Bed by Nine. Talek's here with your friend, Jeremy. Jeremy, how are you doing? I am doing great. I'm warm one minute and then cold the next. I don't know. It's the weather. <laughs> Everything's great. It's just that weather. I mean, it's, it's great like half the time. I I really dig the 50s and you know almost high of the 60s we had here in uh, Illinois over the weekend. But, um, you know, waking up to like 23 this morning really uh really kills the vibe so uh it does but nope everything's uh everything's really doing well um kids keeping you you know keep you busy um yeah can never can never can never get too far ahead so but no it's it's a fun the whole process so but how about you 100 percent. the whole weather thing's been knocking me in the shins i mean as you know jeremy i'm the the the, somehow just like the, the sucker for illnesses so uh, tracking off early on here, going through the thing, I'm fighting the good fight with some illnesses going on. Just because the mean spring, we're not friends. When the weather jumps around like this, I usually get sick or feel kind of down and out. And going from, yeah, nice 60 degree weather to frosty tip tips here, I'm out. So like, <laughs> I'm feeling it hard today. So today was a really slow day. But um, overall, pretty good. Can't complain. Kids are playing soccer every day, every day of the week. We got something going on. So, got soccer, karate, and then those dinners with family and stuff like that. So, really all over the place. Um, so, yeah, doing it, kicking it real. And uh, I am working on my streaming setup, Jeremy. I started again today, started a plan, got OBS back up and running, started putting in the programs I want running and working. So, are you uh, uh, minimizing going big? What's I'm strongly minimizing. I keep the computer alive as much as I possibly can, so super minimal. Um, going to take away up many of my bots. You'll be happy for that, Jeremy. Many were disappearing, and uh, focusing primarily on a lot of like small, small interactive inter- uh, bots. That I'm gonna have just running off streamer bot primarily, so uh, it's gonna kill me a lot because I like my bots. Um, but uh, I'll talk about that in Twitch news too, because something's going to be coming up with that for in the future here seems to be anyway. So it's a good move on my part. But we do have a guest with us tonight, Jeremy. Who do we got? Yes, let's give a in bed by nine. Welcome to Jenna. Welcome on. How are you? Hey, I'm so so good. So honored to be on your podcast. Awesome. Yes. So Jenna, as we do with every new person that jumps on here with us, give us your elevator speech. Who are you? What do you do? What's going on? And what is the color purple? All right. Okay. Hey, I'm (laughs) Jenna. Let's start with that. Um, I'm a Reiki master, guided meditation facilitator, um, manifestation, spiritual life coach, 
author of the blog and host of the podcast, A Beginner's Guide to Spirituality. And my day job is being a lovely sixth grade social studies teacher. Yeah, you get stuck with me. A lot of everyone listening at home, she's stuck. You know, she works with me. That's where we're going with this. And it's, I'm sorry, we're going to have a fun time. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's like Hopefully we're back not. in the office. Exactly. Exactly. So let's start off. When did you start this whole process? Because you listed a long list of things really quickly. And I try to write down, down really fast. So <laughs> when did you start everything? And Jeremy, too, like you got the list. There was a lot there. What's going on here? All right. So. Ever since I was little, I was raised in this household where spirituality was really, really important to us. And the idea that we are co-creators of re our reality, that we have the ability to manifest the life of our dreams. Mm. And a huge part of that was meditation, grounding practices. And after having that foundation of being a child, learning these grounding practices of meditation, knowing that the universe has our back. I got really interested in learning more about my spiritual practice and the religion I was raised in, but also learning about all comparative religions. Mm -hmm. And so from the time I was a child, I had to read. And so I read the Quran, I read the Bible, I read the Bhagavad Gita, I read the Ramayan, I read the Torah, Old Testament. I read anything religious I could get my hands on. But then not only religious, I also started reading more spiritual books. So Manifestation co-creating your reality, meditation, all of those different spiritual topics, anything that I could get my hands on, mm -hmm. I was trying to read. And the more I got into it, the more I learned. And the more I started having conversations with friends. And as I was having more and more conversations with people in my daily lives, I was like, wow, this is my passion, teaching. And this was at the age of nine. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I wanted to be a teacher in some aspect of the term. But I also didn't realize I could possibly create a career of teaching spirituality. And so I was like, okay, the closest I can get is I love is teaching social studies. And so I decided I'm going to teach social studies. And my goal was to teach comparative religions or <laughs> cultures. Actually, Alex's job. I wanted to teach seventh grade world history where I could teach all the civilizations, all the cultures, and to really focus on the commonalities and building bonds between these different cultures and mm. showing that we're brothers in humanity. So that was the goal. And as I was going through school, every chance I got, I would take Bible literature and mythology, or as I was getting into student teaching, I would be like, okay, I'm manifesting teaching electives about spirituality and religion, just because I thought it was so interesting and so cool. And I ended up getting a job and I love my job and I genuinely talk about manifesting my job all the time. But I teach sixth grade social studies, which is great. I'm the appetizer course, I always say, for the rest of the, you know, um, six to 12, you know, lower ed field. And that's great. But now I get to do my sole passion work. This is my legacy work full time. And I get to bring my everything. It's 24-7. I get to teach civilizations to sixth graders. And then everything else I get to teach the rest of the time. And it's great. Um, so I like, I like that you have made it every, you know, everything work, you know, work together. And uh, definitely that you, just how focused you were. That's always uh, something that not a lot of people, you know, not a lot of people have that, 
you know, that goal. We've talked to a couple people that have been like, yeah, I've been focused since, you know, like a 10 or you know, 13 and stuff like that. So it's always impressed to hear, hear people like that. You know, some people are like, hey, I just kind of stumbled, you know, stumbled into what I want to do. So no, that, that's always good because that just, uh, then you have more time to actually get to it and, and start perfecting it and, and learn. So that that's really cool. Um, well, we're working ahead. on the perfecting it. <laughs> I, I, I can't say that I'm perfect by any means. I'm a recovering perfectionist, but. A recovering perfectionist. I like that. I like that. Hey, appreciate it. Shout out to my mentors. <laughs> they gave me the term. So do you still, um, I know you, because you mentioned a lot about teaching. Do you spend as much time or do you get as much enjoyment out of like, I'm sure there's still a lot of stuff to learn. Do you feel like you, I, I love to learn like myself. So I, I always think like when you start talking, I love history and everything like that. Alex can tell you something like I'm already interested. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, do you get to spend as much time like on the learning side as you'd like to or? Yes. You know what? I think because now it's part of my sole purpose work and it's become my passion and my legacy project is what I keep calling it that now it's part of what I need to do if I want to keep doing this work. So I have to build time to keep studying and I'm always reading or always listening to audiobooks on the spiritual world. That way I always know what's new and every day I'm evolving. If you knew me yesterday, you don't know me today. <laughs> like so that. yeah, it's fun. So then you started to take this, it seems like, um, I want to break down a little bit what you're doing. So like, you said you are a, I'm going to be novice on everything that I'm saying to you, and I'm going to be lost in everything that's happening. So, I love that. Yes. So a Reiki, Reiki master, Reiki master, I'm saying that totally wrong, I know. I what is that? I saying it wrong. Explain that to us all. Let's start there. Okay. So Reiki is an energy healing practice. Okay. And it's the belief that we have different energy centers in our body that carry just energy that has built up in our life, including right. traumas. And so just like if we look at the human body as if we're like a flowing river, rivers can get dammed up, right? There can mm -hmm. be blockages. Well, over the course of a human lifetime, we have certain experiences that create blockages with us. And so now we use Reiki as a modality in addition to therapy or other healing practices or doing the positive self-talk to clear those emotional blockages within us. So we can heal um, emotional issues from childhood or from last week. And we hold them in different places in our body. So um, I'm a big believer in the chakra system. So these seven energy centers within our body. So the root chakra is on the base of the spine through the feet. That's where we hold this idea of feeling safe. Um, the sacral chakra is in the lower abdomen. That's where we have the creative center where we hold these feelings of joy. Um, then we move up into the upper abdomen. That's our solar plexus. That's my favorite chakra. Um, that's where our confidence lies, our self-esteem lies, our strong, wise adult, where one of my mentors always talks about it. Um, so that's where that is worked on. Um, then we have our heart chakra, love me some heart chakra work, and then emotional blockages, love, throat chakra, where we communicate authentically, um, 
And then we have our third eye chakra, which is our intuition. And then our crown chakra, which is kind of our direct sources, spirit relationship place. So we can have different blockages along the lines of these different areas. And I know that sounds super woo-woo. I know that. Mm -hmm. But if we take it to a beginner basis, every person has trauma. And we look at this as just an extra idea that, hey, if it works, amazing. If it doesn't work, I mean, what was the harm of trying, right? But, But I've seen like people that don't believe who I'm just like, hey, let's just try this out. Let's just see what happens. At the end of it, they're like crying. And they're like, I don't know why the hell I'm crying. This is insane (laughs) to me. But these are like grown men that are sitting there like sobbing because something's changed. And it's really hard to explain what the change was. But then it's a feeling of freedom that comes afterwards. And it's really helped me in my own journey. I mean, we all have stuff that happens to us, right? Mm -hmm. We all have our trauma. And I think that I started learning how to do Reiki to heal myself. And I'm not going to say that I'm 100% healed because I don't think any person that's living is 100% healed unless you've hit enlightenment. But now I can use what I've done to help me go from a day-to-day basis, help others. Oh. And like when you, I mean, the best way to say is even though it, like I said, it's all woo-woo or whatever, it, I mean, mind is powerful. So that's a good connection to the whole thing. Like even though it might not, work or be exactly what you do. It, it the person's mind has been released in some format and relaxed and through meditation is powerful it's been proven many times and that could be the reason the catalyst for everything so yeah. that's cool and we learn more about the mind every day right yeah we don't know oh, yeah. half of what's happening up here so maybe somebody will be out there making sense of it all maybe it's not gonna be me <laughs> but yeah yeah i was gonna say my job is just it'll be jeremy and- Jeremy the one figured uh, Jeremy's gonna figure it all out. He's super smart. He knows it all already. So give me a call when you figure it out, please. I will. <laughs> I want to hear the secrets of the universe. I'll put you on a conference call with myself when I figure when I figure it out, because I don't know yet. No. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. There's no pressure. I'm I'm feeling blockage, like right here on the shoulders. Sending <laughs> <laughs> good to do your way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So, uh, so you, other than that, what else did you, you, again, you went really quickly through that list and I was trying to write it yes. down. What else was it? Sorry. I get really passionate. <laughs> no. and you do. I get passionate. I, I talk really fast. And so at any good. point, tell me to calm down and I'll get a little more grounded, but this is my sole passion work. Yeah. So I get fired up. This is just what lights me up. This is why I'm here on this earth. So um, in addition to doing Reiki, I'm also a guided meditation facilitator. Okay. So that helps people get really calm, relaxed, grounded, um, just in a place of feeling centered, doing breath work, where we can just step away from it all and be present. And I feel like in this really fast paced world, it's so important just to take a moment to be without thoughts. And that's really, really hard to get to a place where you can sit for an hour and just be calm. And you don't need to worry about If your cell phone is ringing, you don't need to worry about the kids or what's going to be on the grocery list tonight. And so guided meditation is a really great first step for people that want to learn how to get grounded to be like, okay, here's an hour where somebody's guiding me through beautiful nature pictures or talking to, you know, 
our soul and seeing what our soul has to say to us mm-hmm. and getting in touch with our own intuition. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said that would be really powerful for like many like streamers in the long run. You think about that with when we talk about like burnout and timeout and, you know, you get those people in there. Like one of my favorite streamers, Sweetie Tales, disappeared for like nine months almost or a half a year. And she came finally came oh. back. And I think a lot of stuff happened to her. And I don't know. But like, especially in the streaming world, mm-hmm. you're so busy, so active. You got to stay on top of stuff and constantly going. I mean, that's. Well, so yeah, it's like they throw themselves out of like, there's no balance in their life in terms of like no me time or like you said just unplugging because they're literally their job is to be in front of the camera <laughs> or on something social media wise so i can only imagine how uh how stressful that is and that that sounds like you know what you what not only what you do but what you you know what you practice must be beneficial to a lot of those folks so um now real quick the um i'm sorry i cut you off did you um no i'm very uh, grateful (laughs) awesome and uh now is the guided meditation is that like a one-on-one thing or is that like a class like where there's multiple people in the class that you teach that be all of the above i do individual small group and as of this spring i'm gonna do it for our work um during state uh, testing so i get to have teachers come in after a long day of state testing if they want to relax i get to right. guide them through a meditation i'm gonna test this out i'm gonna get him <laughs> all riled up and then send him into you no i'm just kidding oh, Jeremy's, Jeremy's okay. gonna text to you yeah did he go did, yeah, did he did go? He, go he did not go yeah <laughs> thanks jeremy but no you guys have been working cahoots to get me back to streaming and make it be the best thing ever it'd be hilarious thanks you all so all right so you do you do all this in person now or are you like branch out multiple platforms currently i'm virtual okay for the most part um because energy is so fluid it's all around us if you can just feel i can feel the vibe with you guys you guys have such a good vibe and i'm sure you guys can feel my hyper super passionate crazy vibe right now (laughs) coming through to you guys so i don't feel like we need to necessarily be in person do I do it in person for some people? Yes. But right now I don't have an office space. So unless I like super know you, I'm not going to come to your house and vice versa. But that's yeah. okay because we don't need to. I can do it online. So when did you, um, when did you start doing, uh, when, or when did you start doing this, uh, this part? The content creation part. Yeah. Yes, that's oh. part. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what? I've meddled with it over the last few years, a few times, but really full time about six months ago. I decided to really put myself out there and be authentic, which is something really new to me to go past that barrier of saying, okay, people are going to actually see me and see me for the spiritual woo woo person who burns incense before her social studies meetings. Oh, okay. And now I'm putting myself out there for the rest of the internet to see too, because I've already done the scariest part and be myself in front of the people who actually know me. So six months. That's, That's awesome. cool though. I mean, that is a very hard border there, uh hill to climb is that moment of like, it's the go live moment, you know, for the streamers that are listening. It's like that moment of just pressing that button to say, yeah, now people are look at me and this is crazy. So when you started this journey digital going online and doing all everything 
where did you start? Um, I started on Instagram. Okay. And then slowly moved over to Threads. And then I got a Facebook page. Um, but I put different content on each one. I'm doing different things on each thing. So um, Instagram, I started just posting motivational quotes, affirmations, and then slowly moving into actual content so that I could teach people. Mm-hmm. Um, threads, then I started because I love to write. Writing is like my whole thing. I love to put myself out there through writing. So I started putting little blurbs out on threads. And then I realized, hey, I could merge the two together and do a podcast and a blog. And so as of like a month and a half ago, I have both a blog and a podcast. And I'm hoping that one of these days the two align and I can do matching blog and podcast because I'm a teacher and I think that people learn through different modalities. So they can either read the material or listen or both. And there'll be a little bit different things in both too. I got a couple of questions. Um, <laughs> so no, no, I have not heard anybody that we've uh, had on the podcast talk about threads. Mm-hmm. So like what, how did you decide that that would work? Cause I, I've messed around with it. Not, you know, like super seriously, but with, with trying to get, you know, the podcast out there a little bit, I, I tried that. And I didn't, I, maybe I just didn't use it right, but how did you make it work for you? You know, I just went and I didn't, I didn't vibe with Twitter. And maybe that's just because I didn't vibe necessarily with where it was going as a platform anymore. But um, I still love to write. So I thought threads would be like, okay, the new Twitter, and I could still write and have it be a similar vibe. And so I just started putting my content out there. And they are the nicest people. And maybe it's just because I found my tribe on threads. But now I have like almost 700 people that follow me on threads. And like, I vet to make sure they're not bots, because I want to know that these are like legit people. And they are. And I found like, actual soul tribe on threads. And I've met new friends. I've been on a few different podcasts of people that I've met on threads. And we're now actually connected and collabing. And every time I'm posting anything oh, on wow. threads, they're like there, they're liking, they're commenting, they're saying yes, queen or whatever they're saying. And then vice versa. And then every day that's growing. And it's so cool. And it's so amazing that maybe I'm just really lucky. <laughs> because I know <laughs> we talked in our social studies meeting like last week about how threads hasn't been a vibe for a lot of people but i just maybe got really lucky that 700 people that are really nice and genuine i would say you did something more than just luck i mean it may have been luck in the beginning but obviously you took you ran with it because like i said i i put pretty significant i mean i spent a few months at it and i didn't i just never made the connection so to hear somebody say that they did like you just mentioned i have like i thought I thought it was going to be the next Twitter. And you, you know, Elon thought so too, because he was concerned about it, you know, threatening the lawsuits and different things. But it's kind of cool just to see, you know, somebody actually have success and yeah. then on the scale that you did. So that's pretty cool. I wish I knew the strategy to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really wish I could formulate this and then I would be able to share it. And I was just going to say, content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, oh. I mean, what, like when it comes to threads and what it is, is it like you said, you found your your soul tribe or your tribe on there. And that's what the threads, threads is a really good job of finding people that have like minded situations. And it's kind of cool to think that 
you know, in there, you found this small group that grew bigger and bigger and bigger really quickly. So, I mean, that worked out great. So that's, that's all kudos to you because you found that group and then you're probably leading the growth of that group. I'm excited and I'm honored (laughs) that somehow this fell into my lap. And it was like, honestly, the big like growth happened literally overnight. Like I had 130 followers and then overnight I grew by like 300. And I don't know what that post was. Maybe I'll go back. I was just going to say, I'm going to be producing the episode tonight and, uh, I'll be on threads. I'm like going down, going down your feet looking for it. Put it in there. There's gotta be success somewhere. There's gotta be something here. What is it? What did I do? But yeah, I don't know. I got like a like almost a thousand likes or something, and multiple thousand views. I don't know. I was more like that's that's called going viral. Oh, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I didn't think about it. I was just more like. Wow, if all these people were in my room right now, I'd be kind of overwhelmed. Oh, but I'm yeah. really excited that I resonated with a lot of people. Yeah. And then the other thing we don't have, get a lot on here is people with blogs. So tell us a little bit about that. I love to write. I don't think a lot of people know this about me, but I feel like I'm most creative when I write. And I feel like I get my soul message out the most when I write. And when I start to try to talk, then I get blocked. So that's the podcast part. That's my stretch goal is to get myself out there talking more. Um, but yeah, I just love to teach and I love being able to get my message out there so that people can learn on their own time. So if it's two o'clock in the morning when I'm fast asleep, somebody out there might be my blog saying, oh, hey, I really wonder what Reiki's all about. And they'll be able to go read a two minute like blog post all about Reiki, which might lead them to wonder about chakras. And then they can read another two minute blog post. I try to keep them short and sweet right now because I'm really trying to target true beginners. Yeah. yeah, And and information overload is not, it's detrimental to that, to that uh, journey. I just want to open people's minds to the idea that there could be more. I don't want to shove it down people's throats. That's not my vibe at all, but People like you guys who didn't know about Reiki or possibly chakras. That's cool. I get to teach you guys. Yeah. There you go. That's all that matters. I mean, that's a great way to do that. And then I like how you said you evolved that pretty much into like the podcast that you're doing that focuses on just education, the process. Mm-hmm. And when you're planning your podcast, do you have like a, like a lesson plan in mind going through the thing? Do you have like a whole month planned out? that you're processing or you just kind of like, you know what, today we're talking about chakras and this one today. And that's what we're going to talk about. I have about six weeks at this point planned out. Better than And then I'm going to do, I think that's going to be season one. Um, And then season two, I also have planned out in like a broad framework umbrella term. And then she's got seasons just way better than us, Jeremy. (laughs) What are we doing Okay, well, I'm very we're, type we're, A. Yeah, we're yeah, we're very like we uh um Jeremy texted me on Saturday with, and says, Hey, what are we doing Monday? <laughs> so, with but with our like with our with our framework and our type of having guests and stuff like that, like we don't really plan seasons out for us, but for her, I can definitely see it working because you can break it up into subject matter and different things like that. And 
really get a good framework. Like we don't know, like say if we have somebody on, we don't know what we're going to even talk about. So it's mostly, yeah, like getting that person on there and just trying to learn some stuff about them so we can kind of get the conversation going. And then and it kind of goes. So I love that. That's so good. I wish I could be so free flowing, but <laughs> the goal of this year, literally my affirmation for this year is trust, flow, surrender, let go. And that's like actually a song out there, um, which is great because my affirmation was made into a song um, or vice versa, maybe. But anyway, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to get into the flow, but I'm also a huge planner. So I'm hoping that once I'm done doing some like independent episodes, then I can have some content creators on who maybe know some things about spirituality more than I do. Like, mm. I don't know anything about tarot cards. So I'm having somebody who knows about tarot cards come in and teach we, me. We as literally, a we literally know somebody. We know somebody. Yeah. So. I love that. That's amazing. I I don't know anything about that, really. I know affirmation cards because it's fun and I love affirmations, but so Jamie, yeah. Jamie, who was that group we had? The the witching hour, right? Yeah, Giant of the Frost. Yeah, Giant of the Frost and the Witching Hour. Check yeah. them out. I need to go. Yeah, I need to go and yeah. listen to the how did he, I miss this podcast? I listened he to does, so many of them. He does a no. podcast. It's not as frequent. He does his on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Him and his uh, significant other, they, uh, her and him are on there. But they also do it on Twitch because mm -hmm. they will mix in, like, you know, he plays games and stuff, too. Like, that's how him and I met originally. But he does. You know, his wife will do the, she'll do the tarot she, card readings. And, he'll, and he announces them and does what what they mean. So, they, I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a duo. Like, they both have an important role to play in it. And it's, uh, it's pretty... Yeah, it's definitely worth checking. And she's out. very, she's very spiritual with what she yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, and so. it's like you learn, you definitely learn stuff. I mean, if nothing yeah. else, so yeah. Oh, I'm a so firm believer in all the things. Yeah, no, also, yeah, we, we can send you the information definitely after for sure because that's, I mean, even if you just go and watch, it's something I think you would definitely like. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna challenge you on something though because you're talking about everything you're doing, your this idea of your seasons which I believe is great. You're creating this great long form content that will be able to be returned to multiple times over again, which is super sweet, which is when you're thinking about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And that's a good, good drive. Cause then like later down the road, people will go back and watch it and listen to your stuff over and over again. And you'll continue to get, to get that growth. What, have you thought about I'm gonna throw out there, have you thought about maybe doing like a live stream situation? Like a kick, yes. Twitch, YouTube, let's go live. Oh, Alex, my friend. Talk. You always have the right questions. I yeah, have like thought it. about it. Yes. But you've known me for six years and it's hard for me to get out of my comfort zone just having the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I haven't even like started recording my face yet on my podcast to be able to use the AI devices out there to be able to get clips to put on my social media. Okay. That's a goal actually for this week. I'm going to have it happen. Um, but I'm working on accepting myself in my authenticity mm -hmm. and knowing that people are here and supportive and resonate with the message. And so I can go live and it's going to be okay. And I'm safe. So that's a big fear. I think yeah, I think asking people to accept spirituality is a lot, 
especially because there's a few folds to this. Spirituality can be looked at as just spiritual and not religious. Mm -hmm. It can be looked at as religious and spiritual. But there's a lot of people that have a hard time grasping just doing your own thing Mm -hmm. or thinking that asking people to be spiritual is asking them to go away from their religion. Or saying spirituality means that I'm asking a group of people to not be religious or to follow a religion on the opposite side of the thing. And I'm just asking people to be open to the idea that God is love. And however you get to that path is your own. We each can take a different route to get to Kansas City. And it's going to be different for each of us because you're going from Detroit. I'm going from DeWitt and you're going from Illinois, Indiana. Illinois. Yep. Yeah. So how each of us get to Kansas City is going to be different. But our end goal is still Kansas City, right? So asking people to just have an open heart is a really vulnerable thing for me because this is something I'm so genuinely passionate about. Like I can get tears in my eyes because this is my life's work. And so putting myself out there on a lie, that's terrifying. I mean, that's a hundred percent, especially when people are extremely toxic in general, um, especially online setting, they can be very mean um, for many reasons. Um and I agree with you. There's like that that border between like a philosophy versus religion versus just being open to concept is is deep. Um, but I do encourage that. I think your the next step of you doing like live clips is really good and a good step forward to that direction of doing something to get you on the live. Because yes. I think as long as you have some really strong moderators to 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 back you up, I think you can do really well. Thank you. And I appreciate it. I know you always help me go to the the next level in my journey, whether as a teacher or now a content creator, you have been such a mentor to me. So I take that. See Jeremy. I'll do it. Good things. That's right. Dude, this is my work brother. Like you've been there since day one. He was in the cube, like two down from me. And I was at your desk every day with questions and you were always helping me and you continue to. So. It's good. Some days. Did he stick up over his cubicle? I didn't have to ask. No, I did. You're a tall guy. Yeah, he's. But I'm also five four, so. <laughs> I used to. So here's here's a comical story. So yeah, there's cubicles, right? And yeah, that's where we worked at. It was because I worked online, blah blah blah. So I would stand up, and I they would ask me where the principal was because I could see over the cubes, and our principal had the the fancy little like. You know, the, the 90s tough flip, yeah, the, the fluffed up thing. Tuft. So, like, his tuft <laughs> used to just border over top of the the cubicles, like a little shark fin. So, I could just <laughs> see him, like, principal jaws like <laughs> going all over the place. So, that was my that was my yeah. role. Man, I wish I would have knew you when I lived in Michigan. <laughs> we have some good times. Yeah, it's all fun. What a weird question was asked to Jeremy about my my work life. <laughs> oh no, that you don't already know. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, no. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, no, 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 no. I was just saying. No, I didn't, you, no, I didn't no, have no, any no, weird no, questions. No, no, you did. It's gonna be you awkward silence until you I can think questions. of something. All right, what is so? I 
I'm going to ask you this, Jenna. Do you do this on your own or do you have a partner you're working with in this process? You're all solo? I'm all solo and always open to mentors, but this is my life's passion work. This is my legacy project. And if I really want it to be my legacy project and I mm-hmm. want this to last after I'm long gone and my children's children are here, then it's something that I have to take autonomy over and right. I have to just let divine energy flow through because if I have somebody else in it, then their inspiration and their niche and what they want is going to be different than what I want. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always open to collaboration and bring in partners for different projects, but the soul of this has to be mine. Okay. And I'm next question I'm going to ask you this is as you're going through the process, is this something that you're looking to gain financially in any process or is this more just a, like down the road, like let's say you have the opportunity to get a sponsorship through a program, you have opportunity to maybe earn income through a master's class system, or do you have plans to do anything like that? Or is this more along line, this is strongly passion. I want to do this for the betterment of the world or anything like that. I mean, the reason I'm doing it is the betterment of the world and to raise mm-hmm. the vibe. And if I don't get a single cent from it, I'll still feel content at the end of the day when I go to bed. Would I like to make financial gains out of this and make this my full-time gig? Of course. I mean, yes, absolutely. That's the goal. I mean, um, I have a sponsorship with a crystal company because I'm super into crystals. You can't see me, audience, showing these guys all the crystals yeah. I'm wearing. She's legit. Um, the listening people is, are seeing all your crystals. Don't worry. Which is fun. I literally like, I mean, this Palm Stone says prosperity on it. So, I mean, of course, I... And I have an Etsy shop mm-hmm. because I'm a huge believer in manifestation. So anytime I make a manifestation tool for myself, I stick it on my Etsy because I think other people can benefit from it. And if I make a couple bucks, that's cool. But yeah, I mean, I, who am I to say no to the universe's abundance? <laughs> yeah. I, like I literally, that. oh my gosh, I literally just, you guys are going to laugh because you guys are guys. But um, I literally just came out with a sticker. It just came in literally today, and it says, "God is my sugar daddy." Uh, <laughs> or I am God's trust fund baby. Ooh. Nice. So, you know, I like what? that one. <laughs> you know what? I'm claiming it. I'm putting it out there. God's got me. Got yes. it. All right. I like it. That's Bye. cool. All right. So then, check in with me in three years. In three years. <laughs> So was it where you land? You'd be multi-million dollars. Got it. All Amen. Right. <laughs> so you said you're working with collaboration projects or looking to do collaborate with other people. Is there anyone out there right now that you would love to collaborate with and like a the spiritual grouping area? They're like, this is like number one. If I get this person to hang out with me for 30 minutes, that's what I want to do. Can I say an organization instead and yeah. put it out there yeah. in the universe? I don't know who like hey, I don't house. know any of these who is that? Hey House, here I come. Uh, Louise Hay is an, was an author. She's amazing. She wrote the book, Heal Your Life. And she has an organization where it's a bunch of people in the spirituality world who have written books, created content, and they host this like convention every year called I Can Do It. And it's in different cities. I would dream life is being a published author or podcast or speaker or something 
in collaboration with Hay House. If Hay House publishes me, I will have made it. But if I collaborate with any person who is associated with Hay House, like Kyle Gray or Colette Baron reed or um, I'm taking Sahara Rose's coaching course, so I feel like that's already been achieved in some way. Um, <laughs> I would be like, thank you, Lord. I appreciate you bringing such a abundance in my influence spheres because I believe you are your influences mm-hmm. and you are the people you surround yourself with. So if my sphere could be all these spiritual gurus, oh my gosh, it would be amazing. Cool. But that's a very lofty dream. But you know what? That's I believe in manifestation. So who knows? Yeah. Check with good. me in 15 years. Maybe I'll be in Hay House. Uh, you know what? It does. It can happen a lot. Things can come a lot quicker than you than mm-hmm. you think. I mean, we've been able to get some people on here that we've just been like, like I, I, I listened to one guy's Robin Pearson's podcast. It's the History of Byzantium, and I've listened to that for like 10 years. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to him. And then I got an email back two days later. Yeah, I'd love to come on. And now we still stay in contact. I'm like, it's like. We have CEO of a company hang out with us. It's like, okay. I think I, did I hear that podcast? Fourth Wall or something? Yeah. Yes. That was a great episode. Oh, It's just out of nowhere. Like I said, you don't know until you try. If you don't take the shot, you don't make it. I know that's that's Wayne Gretzky. No, but it's. Oh, it's I... so true. Yeah. And that's the year I'm turning 30 next year. So this is my year of just saying yes to all things and going outside my comfort zone and seeing where it takes me. So now I have a blog and a podcast who I would not have guessed that would have been a thing if you had asked me like in December. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. do you have any other questions, Jeremy? No, no, no. Go ahead. You're I'll good. say, um, Jenna, we do appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. And we're kind of getting close to that hour marker. I got some news I want to go over too as well. But we do appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, I guess before we wipe up your conversation, what is that little nugget of information you want to pass on to any new streamer, content creator, anyone that's looking to dive into this digital world we must have? Just do it. I know that's a really like harsh statement. But that's the advice that I needed to hear six months ago. And it's what I still need to hear every day. Put yourself out there. You're going to find the people who resonate with you or who align with you. And it's going to be okay. So just do it. There you go. As Jenna says, just do it. All right. So again, thank you, Jenna, for hanging with us. And if you're listening with us, please make sure to spend some time going down there and leaving some comments for us maybe giving some stars, some likes and everything in between, but definitely go check out Jenna's information in the show notes. Do follow her, check out all the stuff she does, especially if you're a streamer talking about grounding yourself is probably pretty positive for you. I would think that'd be really well. Right, Jeremy. Absolutely. I mean, it's something that comes up quite frequently on the, on the podcast. So mm-hmm. I mean, Taking time. And all that. So yeah. So, well, some news about time taking. Let's talk about that for a second here, Jeremy. We all heard this. Pokimane. She is no longer exclusive to deal with Twitch and is opting uh, into multi-streaming or single server. So she is going full off the grid situation now off Twitch. She did no exclusive deal anymore with them, which is big news. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a very large post uh, on her podcast that she does 
explaining why she's leaving to Twitch. And no surprise, toxicities, messiness, and too many ads are the primary reasons why she's leaving the platform. No surprise there, anyone. So that's the big thing there um, from the creative news. But I wanted to throw out a few things here. So the big thing to talk about that's going on with Twitch that is coming down the pipeline when I mentioned the conversation about bots. I think I sent this to you, Jeremy. Did I not? Yeah. Yeah. So what's ended up happening here is that they're doing this concurrent join limit system. Um, And the goal is to get this going by the end of 2024. So if don't get me wrong, that counts are going to start being limited to be open and active on more than 100 channels. So this will get rid of the bot systems. So you can't have bots watching 4,000 channels anymore, like one bot watching yeah. a bunch of channels. So it's going to limit that down to 100 channels. I really don't know how they're going to do that, but it's interesting to see how it works. So you can let in a few, like they're saying, like bots like streamer elements or Streamlabs or stuff like that will still function just fine as normal because they're like approved bots. Yeah. Um, but like the view bot system will be dramatically destroyed. Um, and if you're a guy that likes to sit in your account and have like 100 channels open, watching 100 different streams because you're super supportive, that won't work anymore after over 100. So it's interesting. So we'll see how that kind of plays out with some some of that action in the future. Dan's been a pretty good man of his word so far in terms of change and, and things mm-hmm. they want to do. So I, I'll believe I'm talking the benefit of the doubt. I think it's a pretty good idea. I think that will help kind of do a lot of that removal, which is kind of curious because they brought it up. And then this is after they have also talked about having like the dude advertisements, the advertisement, advertisement side of it too. So I don't, I mean, I get what they're doing, but then they kind of contradicting it by having that whole advertising bot system going on to try to promote that system so they can get more funding. But I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. Um, Amazon IVS is still doing a lot of crazy stuff trying to, again, this technology, same technology Twitch uses to mute servers. So they're working on doing that to make sure that that they're keeping their Amazon stuff pretty clean everywhere. Um, what else to talk about? By, uh, the point system. Now, this is a new thing that kind of gets, a lot of news came over with Twitch over February. It seems to be new Twitch world February news. So the Partner Plus program had went through a massive overall which mm-hmm. I think is really good. And they change it where it's not so there's there's opportunity now to actually make the 70-30 split, I think it is now. Um, so you could definitely make more money on there, which is really nice. But you need to have, you know, so many points. So if you want, I'm not gonna go into stream detail because it's really wordy in a way it kind of plays out, but pretty much know the fact that you have to have people directly f- subbing to your channel on Twitch not through Prime, not through Get to Subs, but each one is a, like a couple points towards this goal. And if you have these goals every month, encourage that you're you go in the Partner Plus program over than just having the the concurrent view count and all that jazz. So it's a way to kind of help you bridge that gap. So See, I'd be I'd be ticked off as a person that had Amazon Prime though. Like if my 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 sub doesn't mean anything, like there's no value well, there. The value still there. That streamer still gets the cash from that Amazon Prime one, but it doesn't count towards the Partner Plus, which I get makes sense because the Amazon Prime is just like a perk through Amazon to give mm-hmm. a little cash. Partner Plus is honestly direct funded cash. So 
I get it. it. Makes sense. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, YouTube is now allowing super chats. And what else here? TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Here we go. We've talked about TikTok and how they've been talking about adding minute videos for a long time. Yeah. Now they're incentivizing it. They're saying that if you get qualified for it, you get a, you get a notification incentivizing you to say, hey, do one plus minute videos and we'll give you more money, currency, and stuff that. There's a long stipulation of what they can and cannot be. Um, primarily can't be an ad, can't be political, can't be religious, da, 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 but goes this huge list of stuff. But um, they're trying to compete with YouTube, it seems like, because YouTube has got the shorts and shorts have been very powerful. TikTok's mm-hmm. lost a lot of revenue due to that. So step into their backyard. Yeah, that's how it's happening. And finally, Kick, since they have been out of the news for a while, I have to bring them up. Uh, Kick. Good thing they have a creator center program fully done, set up, and gone through. They have an hourly wage system set up eligible to only viewers that have 100 plus views in their streams for 15 days a month with at least 50 hours. Total have to have 1500 followers on Kick, which is not a lot, actually. No, no, that's not, a lot. that's not hard at all. But the problem is having 100 plus viewers <laughs> in your channel 15 times out of the month for 50 hours in total. That's the kicker. But that's honestly kind of cool because that's actually work. Like you're not just getting follow follow situations, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it's that that's the work. That's good. So they're offering a actual pay system and hourly wage for the people that do that. So that's that's cool. That's nice. Better than just relying on that information. So, and then I guess that's kind of it. Last thing I probably pop in there real quick is that uh, OBS three thirty point one is about to drop. So uh, if you have an OBS destructed, your stream blows up again. You got to start over in a week. Uh, that's why I'm waiting. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I saw that. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm tempted to wait. wait now myself. So I'm gonna work on three point thirty point one before I do anything else. But um, I don't know. I've been posting a lot of stuff on my Twitter about OBS's magical powers. If you don't follow me, I bet go check that out because I've been posting a lot of stuff that other people have been doing about how great they've been. It's been in there, so check that out. All right. Jeremy, any news from your front you want to add to my list of fun? No, I think you've covered everything. So I did. I did, I think, too. All the big stuff. All right. Well, again, Jenna, you're still here. We do appreciate you hanging out with us still. And uh, as always, if you have a comment or a star or a plus or an ad or a, a magical note for us down below, please leave it. Leave the comments below. Passing us on by voice or by your friends oh. or just tagging on makes great as fun. I'll throw one thing out there. Spotify yeah. or Apple Podcasts. Those really help in terms of reviews because that will get you up in the algorithm and the discoverability gets way better. So if you do Please. on those two and leave us something, definitely appreciate it. I'll, if you do on these two. Da, da, da. That's right. There you go, Jeremy. The beatbox. My secret talent. All right, right, buddy. You know the word. It is magical. It is potatoes.